All right, and we're back in Wilkes-Barre. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Dan, for being here. How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Dude, it's it's early, but I'm happy you guys were down to get up to do this. Yeah, I'm down. It's 6 a.m. Lovely Sunday. Half the church after this, so. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure to uh, keep you on your schedule. But I, I just wanted to have you here today uh, just to kind of catch up and talk about what you have going on with Warren. So I know you guys have some things lined up leading up to FYA. Yeah, we're doing a, uh, like a, I guess a full East Coast tour with uh, Restraining Order and Spies on the first half and C4 is on the second half. And uh, we're going to be recording some new music in the next couple of weeks, but that probably won't be out for like, fuck, like a year at this rate. <laughs> and that's because uh, obviously you're going to want to get a vinyl press, so yeah. you're going to have to uh, deal with the the backups at all the pressing plants. Yeah, it's like, it's really fucked right now because the second press of human work is uh, somewhere. Uh-huh. Who knows where. Okay. Uh, I'm curious about the the lineup uh, you know, on that tour because obviously I'm from California. Spy, I have some friends in that band. I, I think they're super awesome, but I was curious how you guys linked up and got them on that run with you guys in Restraining Order. Uh, it was actually Sam from Triple B's idea. Uh-huh. He approached us and said, hey, I know you're trying to do an FYA tour with Restraining Order. Would you want to do it with Spy as well? And we were all like, yeah, we're down. And then they could only do the first half. So the idea was, what if C4 goes on the second half? And we were all super down with that because we're doing a split with them that's coming out sometime next year and one of my favorite bands right now. So it was like, honestly, like a match made in heaven. I met all the guys on Spy when they played St. Vitus at the end of September and they kind of like blew me away at that show so I'm like I'm in I'm all in on that band they're great to hang out with uh-huh. shout out to Peter oh yeah I, I think that band's awesome I honestly feel like they don't get the hype that some other California bands do but it's cool to see them get out there and have that recognition from people because they're super sick the music's solid uh, I've never seen them live at this point, but I've seen like a bunch of live videos on YouTube, and it, it looks really fun. They converted me. They converted me into a believer after seeing them live, and I think that I think that tour is going to be like crazy for them. Yeah, I, I hope so. Like, obviously, restraining order, worn, pretty established. People know who you guys are. I'm, I'm hoping for a Spy. Uh, you know, even though people already know who they are, that they get just a bigger fan base after that run. Oh, the, their set of Fya is probably going to be like. One of the, it's weird, like, how fests have, like, obviously the headliners usually have, like, pretty crazy sets, uh-huh. and then there's, like, a couple of sleeper bands that people don't really expect, and those sets are the ones that, like, really go off. Like, I remember a couple of years ago, Downfall was a big one at United Blood. Uh-huh. They opened, their set was, like, explosive. I think the Spy set is going to be an explosive set. Yeah, that reminds me of... Uh last year at FYA which sounds so weird to say because it doesn't feel like it was last year but um, when I saw Point of Contact and I'm such a fan of that band and I already knew that I was going to have fun and enjoy their set but I felt just like being in the moment I was like wow this feels greater than I like had ever imagined that it could be yeah another and, explosive set yeah and they covered Throwdown and that you know I'm Orange County guy so <laughs> so to hear somebody cover a, a band that I, I love it, it just I just made it that much better yeah, exactly. I love when that shit happens when, like, just random-ass bands that are sick have, like, a, a crazy-ass set, and it's, like, 
it's exciting because you can see the next step coming for that band. Uh-huh. And as far as FYA uh, set wise, you guys have anything special planned, or is it just going to be another worn set? I don't know. Still have time to decide. <laughs> That's true. We're we're about a month out from the fest, so we're we're talking about covers and what people what we think people'd want to hear or what mm. would go over well or what we just want to play in general. So we're we're in the process of like figuring that out. Okay. And you mentioned second pressing of human work. I, I feel like that's uh, pretty awesome because obviously I, I've been a fan of Warren for a long time. So just to see you guys be able to sell out your first pressing of the LP, I, I thought was super awesome. And I'm uh, you know proud of you guys to be able to do that. And Thank you. Uh, shout out to From Within Records for putting it out. Uh, did you guys, uh, you know, all right, first pressing sells out. Was it always the plan to do a second pressing or were you guys just going to let it be one and done? I wanted to do as many pressings as possible. I know Carter was like iffy on it, understandably, because it was the first record he did. Yeah. And we we didn't know how it was going to sell. He didn't know. And then it kind of just took over and we were like, okay, (laughs) let's do a second press. Uh And on the the build-up to the record actually coming out, because obviously you guys dropped a single, um, did you have any inkling that, okay, it was going to be that hot, that people were going to come out and show that kind of support to to sell it out no i mean i know we have friends that like us and are down to support us and like i know people like us but i i wanted to just make a record that i really liked Mm. and if other people liked it i thought that was that'd be great so it was kind of crazy when carter was texting me throughout the day being like yo this sold out this sold out all the records are almost gone i was like off of one song (laughs) okay Mm Yeah, that's insane. I, I I didn't know it was uh, or it moved that fast. But yeah. No, but but that's awesome to hear. I I can't imagine like how exciting that would feel to 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 have that kind of support. You know, that early on before like you know the, the whole record was actually out for everyone to hear. Yeah, it's definitely uh very humbling because, like I said, we make music for us, mm. and if other people like it, that's awesome. And to see like just random people like talking about it online. And like, I don't know. Anytime people are just into it, it like, it's exciting. It's humbling. It really brings you back down to earth. Yeah, and I feel like that's the like probably the best way to approach it, right? Because you can't really gauge how people are gonna perceive what you do. Because like, I've, I've talked to countless bands where they're like, yeah, we thought this single was gonna pop, but people like this B side way better than the single that we actually put out. So I, I think it's good that you guys are just writing what you want and then just kind of letting the fans decide if they like it or not because you can't really con- control that, you know? No, not at all. I mean, Carter wanted us to, like, put the whole record out in January. I was like, no, nah, let's do, like, a, a rollout and, like, hype this up because it's big for us. We did, like... Yeah. I, I put together this the zine with Pete about, like, the history of the band and, like, all the stuff that went into it and, like lyrical themes and just inspiration that came with from like other media Uh and like that was a lot of fun like we wanted to make it something important for us Uh so maybe it was perceived as important to other people as well yeah no i I feel like for being your first lp you only get like one shot at doing it you know for the first time because after that it's like you can't really rewrite the history so i I think it's awesome that you guys wanted to make it important and you know do things that way thank you that means a lot it it's fun 
I just love playing music, love writing music, love writing about the horrible shit that happens in the world. And it, obviously, the there's the tour in January, and I I always bug you about coming to the West Coast because you guys came out a, a couple of years ago. But it, it would be awesome to have you come back at this point with all the new music that you have. We'll be back next year. I'm not sure if it'll be late summer, early so like early maybe June or early July yet. Mm-hmm. But we'll definitely be back on the West Coast next year. That's 100% certain. Okay. That, that, that's only good to hear. And you mentioned a split with C4. There, can you talk about how many tracks you guys will be writing for the split? Uh, we're doing two new songs and we're doing a cover for it. Oh, wow. I don't want to give too much away on the cover, but okay. it'll be good. And do you know uh, on C4 side, are they doing the same? Yep. The same, the same thing both ways. That's so awesome. That band, for anybody who's watching or listening, if you haven't checked out C4 yet, do yourself a favor and go check them out. Rampage, Breakdown, New York Hardcore shit, Fast, Insane Lyrics by a Psychopath. Yeah. And just the name sounds so cool. <laughs> I, I can't get over uh, just the... And even if you think about like what C4 is, uh, it's just so cool. I, I think they have a cool vibe going, and I, I definitely like that band a lot. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna destroy FYA. After going to the New Year's Day show in Syracuse, get there for C4. Okay. And more recently, uh, you're in a band called uh, Fatal Wound. Yep. You guys just put out a demo. Can you talk about how that came together? So I've been friends with <clears throat> the guitarist Madden. He's been my friend for a, a bit. And he was like, we were just, I showed him the Warren record before it was like mastered and finished. And he was showing me like a bunch of music that he had. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I've got these like seven songs that are like Japanese punk stuff, like. Zuyo, the mob, sexual ghoul. And I was like, oh, let me hear him. So he sent me like iPhone recordings of the demo, and I was like, damn, this is fucking sick. Y'all need a singer? He was like, uh, yeah, do you want to do it? I was like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> so me jokingly asking if I could join the band led to me being in the band. Okay, hell yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, uh, that's just how things work out, which is pretty cool. And the band, uh, obviously, you guys aren't all from one place, so I. Is it just uh, you guys like represent like one particular area, or is it just like you guys don't really have a label as far as location? I guess from Jersey, because I'm the only person from Pennsylvania in the band. Uh-huh. But like with Fatal Wound, it's like I don't know because it's just fast punk stuff, and it doesn't necessarily like it's not like the way that like some bands would rep something like Warren will always be like a Wilkes Barre band. Uh-huh. With Fatal Wound, I, it's just, we're Fatal Wound. Okay. Fatal Wound. I, I, I kind of like that, because ever since I, I got into hardcore, I don't know, I, I've always been so attached where bands are from, just because I'm, I'm always always curious on, like, what's going on in certain areas, so that, like, whenever I, I hear a new band, uh, like, like, one of the first questions I always ask is, like, where are they from? Because it's, it's always interesting to me to see how these different types of sounds will be popular uh you know it, it's on like a i feel like it's like everything's just like rotating in and out like if you stick around long enough in hardcore like you'll you'll have a chance to see every you know subgenre have their moment and be more popular than the others yeah yeah absolutely it's fatal wound is like a it's fun for me because my music preferences are what that band is is mm-hmm. listening to like faster punk stuff and like Japanese, Swedish, or like UK 82 kind of shit. So it's like 
playing in that band is a lot of fun for me. It's like, again, it's more of my preference. And like Roach like put it out, love their output. Uh-huh. A bunch of cool bands from like New York and the UK, like the Annihilate, the Annihilated, and it it's cool. It's it's something different, and uh, I can't wait to get out more with it. I want to see you guys get down to Tallahassee. I I don't know. Why I'm so fascinated by there. You know that, that punk scene down there. Maybe it's because oh, they don't really like. You know, they're not uh, you know uh, super into hardcore. Uh, but I, I just love the the bands that are from there, and and the fact that I don't really know anybody you know from that particular scene. I, I'm just so like curious about them. Oh man, I can't wait to play Tallahassee, and we're playing with Warren in January, and we played one of the best shows we ever played there uh-huh. two two years ago with Rob Reed on the tour we did, and shout out to Ideation, Armor, and Protocol. Those are those are my guys. Uh-huh. Love those bands. Yeah, awesome bands. It, it was a very interesting place too, because right, like when I think of Florida, like I, I would have never imagined Tallahassee like producing some awesome bands like that. It's so weird too, because it's like just like a college town in the middle of like a swamp. It feels like uh-huh. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong on that, but we stayed in the swamp. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, and it's just far from like the parts of Florida that I go to, so it's just like. Uh, I'm not like super familiar with the area, you know. Yeah, it's more. I'm pretty sure it's like more north, eastern than like Tampa or definitely Miami. Hundred percent. Okay. Well, that's awesome to hear about Fatal Moon. But are, are you uh, gonna try to like do more with the bands? Obviously, the the demo just came yeah. out. You guys, uh, you know, thinking about a next record or any new songs or anything? Or yeah, we're already working on oh okay. new stuff, it, which is kind of funny because we played one show. Yeah. <laughs> but we're working on uh, new stuff. I don't know if that will materialize as another tape or a flexi or a 7-inch, but we're we're slowly working on new stuff and should have some shows coming up to be announced soon. Okay, that, that's definitely awesome. And I, I definitely like the name, too. I, it just rolls off the tongue. It feels nice, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't... Because, uh, obviously, I, I like the the one-word band names, but Fail Moon just sounds cool to say. Yeah, it's awesome. I... That's all I'm... Thanks, Mad. You came up with that and told me, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you're like, thank you for saving me the trouble of, like, racking my brain trying to find a cool new band name that hasn't been used or is already taken. Oh, yeah. yeah. It sucks. I'm happy I, I haven't had to name any bands ever in my life. Yeah. It, it, it's rough. <laughs> uh, I, I think about it sometimes. Like, if I were to start a band, like, what name would I choose? And it's just like, I, I don't even know. Everything I come up with sounds so stupid. Yeah, I start looking at acronyms. Okay. I would like try to tap into like foreign like words because maybe I'm trying to think I don't know too many bands with like foreign names in the states there's not too many it's I feel like you have to be not careful but like you don't want to like do something that feels disingenuous mm-hmm. like a bunch of white dudes playing in like a Japanese band name and it's like hmm feels weird yeah not totally get that um okay uh, I, I'm curious we're here after Thanksgiving Christmas is around the corner have you had a chance to watch Hawkeye no I haven't I've been super busy but I was okay. gonna watch it actually today okay awesome awesome I, I'm on that same uh, tip I, I haven't watched it yet I, I know people have been asking but, uh, you know, they released the first two episodes, and uh, they're, they're queued up. I, I actually have them downloaded, because I have a, 
um, some uh, some time on my way home, like when I fly back to California. So I, I'm gonna watch the first few episodes then. I'm sure we'll talk about it immediately. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And then I, I bring that up because I, I just want to let people know that we will be doing a podcast uh, later this month to recap the whole uh, Disney Plus series. Which, oh, yeah. Wait, it, will it be later this month? Hold on. Next month? Yeah. Well, whenever the, 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 the series ends, because they're on a weekly schedule, and off the top of my head, I can't remember how many episodes there are this season, but whenever Hawkeye wraps up, Danny and I will be doing uh, another post-wrap-up Disney Plus series, which I'm pretty stoked about. Yeah, it'd be cool. And did you ever have a chance to watch uh, the Eternals? No, I still haven't had time to. Between like, we just Warren just got off like a, a weekend tour, and we've been mm-hmm. playing nonstop. And I got pretty sick a couple of weeks ago, and on top of school stuff and and work, it, it's been hard for me to like find time to be able to do stuff. But now like, free time is coming back. <laughs> yeah. Okay, for well, a limited time. You're not missing much, so like I, I'm not going to be like too hard pressed about you going to see it. Um, I just suggest everybody just you know watch it whenever you can. If you're not going to be able to make it to the theater, that's not a big deal. Just wait till it hits Disney Plus. Like I don't think it's for what happened in that movie. I don't think it, it impacts uh, the greater MCU that much at this point in time. From what happened in that movie and from what's um, happened so far, obviously we have Spider-Man right around the corner, so that, that could change, but. Um, everything that has happened, um, including the Eternals, it's it's not that big of a deal, to be honest. I'm not like a a big midnight movie goer, but I think for Spider Man, I'm gonna have to get on that because I want to see it like immediately. I'm curious. There's been so many spoilers. Have you seen or read Dude, any? I went to go see the Resident Evil movie uh, on Black Friday, okay, and. I didn't want to see any trailers for the movie, and then it showed the trailer, and I was like, oh, everybody's in this fucking movie. That's cool. It would have been awesome if I had no idea. Just mind-blowing. Like, Wait, is that Jamie Foxx? Yeah, okay. Oh, and you know, you told me uh, the other day that you had watched the Resident Evil movie. I'm a huge Resident Evil yeah, like, too. Like, fan when it comes to the video games. Um, as far as like the the movies, the animated stuff, I kind of like steered away from just because I felt like I got my heart broken from like the original Resident Evil movies. Uh, I was just not <laughs> what I was expecting. Um, coming from like being like such a big fan of the video games, I was like, oh damn, they totally botched like this whole thing. But but that's like normal, right? Video game movies have never really been good. Yeah, if you go into this movie with that expectation, you won't be disappointed. Okay, but I, I, I'm curious, so I, I want you to break it down. This Resident Evil movie, I, I've seen some like clips, but it looks like uh, it's like in the mansion, is or kind of, kind of, but they like combined one and two. Okay, so which they, doesn't make sense because if you play the games, you know that they're like the months same, apart, yeah. and two and three are at the same time. Yeah, and it's like they made Leon like a. The dude that played Leon sucked, and his character sucked ass in the movie really bad, and, like, they did not write his character His hair looked weird from, like, the clips that I saw. Dude, his character was so lost. They just treat him like a a dumbass character who does nothing throughout the whole movie until, like, the very end, and it was like, why did you even put him in here? Okay, so it's Leon and Claire that follows? Uh, Leon, Claire, and Chris, which doesn't really make sense to the games either. Mm-hmm. Cause like, cause they they all end up in the mansion at some point, and you're like, they show that in the trailer, but it's like, I don't know, I, I went to the expectation knowing it's gonna be a video game movie, mm-hmm. and there were parts of it that I was like, oh, this is sick, and then the actual like story of it, I was like, 
You had you had it all right there. You had it all right there in front of you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember in uh, Resident Evil Two, like uh, Claire's looking for Chris. Yeah. So so it's interesting that they like have them actually meet up in the movie because it's like, all right, there'd be no game because she <laughs> she would have already found her brother. But I, I, I did see this one callback from uh, the um, from, you know first Resident Evil where like they're walking down the hallway and they see the zombie. Eating. Yeah, that part's awesome. That's okay. the best part. Of, that whole sequence is like the the best part of the movie where it's like Chris and Jill in the mansion and they're like going through shit and that was fucking cool. Okay. Oh, so Jill is in the movie. Yeah, but she's also written to be like a totally different character from the games and it was like... That's so weird. Yeah. She's like one of the main characters in the entire franchise. She gets her own... She, Resident Evil 3 is Jill Valentine. Yeah. So. It's so it's bizarre. I had I had fun watching it but I wouldn't say it was a good movie. Okay. And this is like sense. separate from like all the other Resident Evil movies, right? Yeah. Okay. Totally different. Interesting. Yeah, Paul Anderson didn't get his hands on it. Thank God. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm definitely going to have to check it out at some point because I, even though I, I have like no expectations, just at, like because I'm such a fan and the the time periods of the um, you know movie, the, the, the things that they tap into, I'm really curious to see what it, what, what it's actually like. Even though I, I'm not going to obviously walk out loving it, it's, it's just going to be fun to see like some of my favorite video games in like another medium. Yeah, just get a, a big ass bowl of popcorn and. Sit down and enjoy it for what it is. If you think, if you think too much about it, you're gonna have a bad time. But if you go into it being like, "Yeah, this is like a B movie. It's a B horror movie, and there's nothing else to it." Was there a post credit scene, or did they leave it open ended? Yeah, there was. Okay. Uh, I just went, huh? Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I, I love Resident Evil. I actually was thinking about playing. Uh, Village Resident Evil Eight. Oh, it's dope. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, again, because I, I I beat it like I think I beat it like five times. Like when it like came out, like in like the first month, I, I just played the shit out of it. But it's, it's just kind of taking me a while to get back into it. Yeah, I uh, that was like right before shows and stuff started coming back. So I had so much free time because mm-hmm. when it came out, I think I like finished up my semester of school and I was like. Just gonna play Resident Evil Village for like four days straight, and that's what I did. Yeah, I think they kind of like you know pulled from like like some of the best parts of like past games and kind of put it together pretty well. Because seven was like okay, well like that one wasn't my favorite, just because it was just like it felt like you were just playing to like trigger these like like you know these sequences yeah. to, to move to the next area, which is like fine, whatever. But I, I like that with Village. It kind of like all right, like. Here's like the hub. You got to go, kind of. I felt like kind of like Mega Man, where you got to go beat, you know, one boss to, to you know to unlock, you know, something to, to get to the next area. Yeah, that's uh, cool. So the, that, that's like the kind of vibes that I got. But it was uh, cool. I, I think my favorite one, even though it wasn't like um, like the most like uh, you know shoot 'em up section of the game, was like the the haunted house. Yeah, that's the best part. Yeah, with the weird fetus demon thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was super awesome. But, but it was a good game. I, I, I like that they're you know they had the the, the merchant popping up in uh, different areas to, to help you out with like upgrades to your weapon and you can buy ammo and stuff. I, I felt that was like you know from like Resident Evil Four. I, I love that aspect of the game. Yeah, it's awesome. Good shit. If you haven't played it, you should play it. Yeah. Are you playing any new video games? <laughs> I'm a huge JRPG nerd, so I got SMT Five. I've been wanting to play it. But due to lack of time, I haven't been able to. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, yeah, and obviously if you're a nerd, you're going to want to take the time to try to do everything in the game. Yeah, I have like a like a first year Switch, so the battery dies super fast. Oh, was, oh you got it on the Switch. Okay. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll bring it on like the, the tour we're doing for January, and I was like, nah, I know I'll get super pissed off if I end up leaving it somewhere, it breaks, or yeah. something happens. Or if you can't save in time before your battery dies. My greatest fear. That's the worst feeling, is like, okay, you put in, you know, an hour plus into a game, and you're like, don't worry, like, I'll, I'll just save it at the next save point. Because uh, I remember, like, some of the older stuff, like, autosave wasn't really a thing, which it is now. Like, uh, I, I played Guardians of the Galaxy, it, like, autosaves, like, every, like, 10 seconds. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, to, to get that, you know, to, to make that kind of progress... And to have it go wrong and just thinking about, holy shit, I just had to, like, try to redo what I did in, like, the past, like, hour or however long it was. That's, like, that, like makes me sick. <laughs> I just, like, maybe just, it makes me not want to play. Like, I, I'll just, like, step away. I'm like, all right, I don't know if I'll do this anytime soon. I want to think about that. That gives me anxiety. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's cool. I, I'm, I'm, like, a... A weird fan of the uh, Tales like RPG series. Okay. So I'm like slowly catching up because I, I know they just came out with uh, Tales Arise, but I'm playing uh, uh, Biseria. I think that's how you pronounce it. So it's the one before, I think, or it's either the one before or two Tales games before. But I, I'm just like slowly. Uh, it, it's weird because as long as like these RPGs are like they're like what I. It's like my uh, my offhand game because I'll, I'll have like these other games that I play. Like I literally play Apex every day with my buddy Nate. Um, I just beat Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, but in, in between those, um, I'm like, all right, let me pick up Tales and I'll, I'll do like these little like like 30, 45 minute like stints, which it's like really not that much progress like in the span of like this actual like sixty hour RPG. Yeah, but. it's hard to it's hard to like sit down and play them for me now, where it's like there's so much going on. And I have to dedicate time to it, mm-hmm. and I have to like focus on doing like other stuff, especially with like two bands and practicing and playing gigs and getting new shit ready. So it's like I, there's worse problems out there. 100%. <laughs> but it's like man, I sometimes I just want to sit the fuck down and do nothing. Yeah, same here. Like uh, like the weekend before I flew out here, like the first weekend where I didn't have anything going on. Because it was just like uh, you know, I uh, you know had like you know some events at like Disney going on or uh, you know like prior commitments where I had to like not really give up my free time because it's things I wanted to do, but it, like um, I never had a day where I could just like do nothing. Which like which before I, I I would hate to think that like holy shit like I can't waste this day. I gotta do something. I gotta you know be uh, you know progressive. I gotta just uh, take care of shit. But like I do so much these days where I'm like man I need to like kind of take a step back and find like the right balance because sometimes I, I feel like maybe I, I take on too much uh, but I somehow I, I make it work but there are those days where I'm like man I just want to lay here and do nothing yeah I never related to anything more in my life <laughs> yeah 100% but damn I'm looking forward to you know hearing about uh all the new stuff you have going on. I'm, I'm definitely going to obviously I'm going to be there at FYA, uh, w- which should be cool. We got some. I, I know you guys are going to obviously playing. Warren's playing. You guys are going to have cool stuff. Thanks, Bob. I guess. Yeah. Shout out, uh, shout out, Bob Wilson. 
not gonna say too much, but we got some stuff cooking. Um, but we'll see you guys in January, right? Yeah, I'll be there. If you're on the East Coast, anywhere from Massachusetts to Miami, come hang out, say what's up, talk to me about movies or games or anything, and you can punish me. I love it. I love being punished. So it'll be a good time. And you get to see Restraining Order, Spy, and C4. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll be back soon.